Bitch with the hair on Birds of a feather flock together Yeah, yeah, yeah Still kicking facts up under pressure Yeah, yeah, yeah Still gotta keep the world together Yeah, yeah, yeah Who gon' do it like, like us? Birds of a feather flock together Yeah, yeah, yeah Still kicking facts up under pressure Yeah, yeah, yeah still Hello, hello, hello And thank you for joining us on Heron's Home Podcast I'm your host, Cree Robertson, alongside my soundman extraordinaire, Rico G. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? And welcome back to the studio for our award-winning podcast. You know, I'm going to start <laughs> saying that shit, bro. You got to speak it into existence, bro. Number one of all time award-winning podcast, Heron's Home. Welcome back, homies. I mean, that could just be your subtitle. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, bro. There's there's, there's nothing to say that that's not just part of my name. Exactly. The greatest podcast that's the, of that's, all. That's the beauty of it right there. <laughs> But yeah, now I'm going to work on the intro. I'm definitely going to add in some accolades that we don't deserve because that's clearly <laughs> how you make that's it in, in America is you just start bigging yourself up. I mean, no one has to big you up works. more than yourself, right? It works. If you don't believe in yourself, you can't expect other people to believe in you. Well, and it's so funny because that's that's true in general, but Americans, of course, take it to the extreme. <laughs> like you know, like America does. America don't do nothing half-assed. Absolutely. I mean, they do lots of things half-assed. <laughs> I know, but definitely yeah. not self-aggrandizing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny, but yeah, man, <laughs> that's what's up, man. So you've been getting into anything interesting this weekend, this week? I caught a couple of things. I caught, um, uh, what's the name of that? I finished up uh, uh, Flash season season seven, okay. which was pretty good. I enjoyed that. It was surprisingly short. That's that's why I was able to finish it so quickly. Short? Yeah. How many episodes? 18. It's oh, that's um short? yeah, usually oh. it's like 24. Like all that's the previous TV, seasons have been 24. That's but, on TV, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's going to fit TV schedule. Since COVID, since COVID, uh last year it was only 17 episodes and this Ooh. year it was 18. So it was like, oh. Oh, so you think they're going to take a little the abrupt. take advantage of the change and try to make that the norm now? I mean, I don't know. It might just be due to the, to the changes in scheduling and what you have to do. It might mm-hmm. just shave off <laughs> Uh, 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 four months total off of your off of your overall shooting schedule, depending on what kind of corners you might have to cut. Do you think that having the, people the, around that TV will ever get back to the old twenty six uh, episode schedule? Uh, it depends on what you're shooting and how, right? But like, I mean, in general, for for um syndication, you know what I mean? Like the the stuff that that has to fill that that time block. Uh. I don't know, man. COVID it doesn't is, seem like it, COVID right? is forcing everybody to change. It looks like the entire system is going into upheaval. You know what I mean? It looks like everything's going to have some sort of like permanent adjustment as a result of this. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Well, and, and that's the thing is, is like it really shouldn't be permanent adjustment, but it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. It's definitely going to be a permanent adjustment. The movie in- ish industry is running into that shit right now with... um. With uh, uh, the same shit Scarlett Johansson is going through. Like, the movies are starting to realize, like, yo, like, theaters aren't selling. And, and Suicide Squad only made, like, um something like $27 million this, this uh, at the box office. Yeah. Because they released it simultaneously online, you know? So, like, most but people I, just watch it online instead. I don't think we're going to go to the theaters right now. That's anyway. another thing. You feel yeah, me? So, it's like... The the theaters are scrambling because their entire business model is being screwed over by the current circumstances. So that's why I think there's there's going to be some change. Yeah, but and are most are most theaters owned by are they part of the distribution channel or like so when a studio does distribution, do they own the theaters that they distribute? The, okay, they don't. Mm-mm, usually not. Okay. They might own like one or two, but not the chains themselves. Mm, maybe that's going to be a consolidation that's going to happen in the future. You're going to start seeing movie uh, chains bought up by studios, 
so that they can reduce the overhead of the distribution of distribution into theaters and also streamline it because there's huge amounts of inefficiency in the in the distribution of of movies to theaters yeah. because of the way the licensing goes and so and like it's really not in the theater's best interest like the theater doesn't make much money off the licensing which is why concessions is so expensive <laughs> yeah. in theaters is because that's the only thing they truly make money off of the tiny markup and the worst part is is like they've gotten they've gotten so used to squeezing every uh nickel and dime out of um concessions that's why there's even though concessions is the most profitable part of a theater it also is the least manned part because they're now they're cutting back on <laughs> labor hours to make you know to to, to to increase the amount of revenue that they gain you know per uh per hour of mm-hmm. concessions so it's crazy so that 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 you're right the theater business model is untenable I just yeah. don't know. In a post-COVID world, that shit is not going to fly. It's going to suck because I'm pretty sure the theaters are going to play. I mean, the 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 studios are going to play hardball. Because oh, I'm hell yeah. Sure They've the already studios started to. want the theaters. It's it's good infrastructure for a, a movie studio to own a theater. That's good infrastructure. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. But the theaters, and the theaters want to sell at this point because their business model has become untenable. But. Knowing all of that, the studios aren't going to pay them. They're going to the thing is, though, I feel like if um if that was if the theaters were such a crucial part of studios studio uh, pipeline, they would have owned them already. Oh, they I wouldn't have they're, they're they wouldn't have uh, waited for uh, uh, COVID if yeah. they wanted to take them over. That's what I mean. I agree with you 100. percent They're not crucial. They're nice to have. You yeah, but I mean? I'm saying like if if they needed to do that, that would have already been a part of their business model. That's what I think. I don't think they would have mm-hmm. waited for COVID to do so. And if they were waiting for COVID to do so, they would have already started having steps in place to change it to the fit. The only their, reason their why I think that they that up until COVID, there was never really an impetus for them to do so was that they were milking the theaters for money. And they were not, and they were yeah, but externalizing the You can, you can the cost still do that while you own them, you know what I mean? That would be even more efficient. If, if, if the theaters go under, then nobody's manning them, you know what I mean? And right, so but you're not going to buy them so that they go under. You're going to buy no. them and support them so that they become a crucial part of your business. But you'd have to buy them. But And that's what I'm saying, that the, the, the studios are going to play hardball and wait till the studios are at, their, at death's door before they buy them, rather than just purchase them now because they know that that's where the trajectory of, of the... Of the uh, industry is going that theaters independent of studios is probably going by the way of the dinosaurs. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're but saying. Rather, yeah, rather than purchase them up now and and get the get the transition under control, they rather wait till that industry fails, the theater industry fails, and then buy it up as a bailout at dirt cheap. That way, they don't you know they save as much money as possible in the acquisition. Ain't gonna be that neat, son. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Um, that's a, that's that's me prognosticating as I like to do. Um, because you know who knows. You know, the, I mean, the theaters, AMC was part of the whole Game Stonks thing. You know, they they might they might rally, because you know people were 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 trying to fight the shorts against AMC. So who knows? And AMC is just one of many because you got movie. Co, I don't know, Arc man. Light, I, don't, I, don't, I I I I don't Regal. really see theaters. Uh, maintaining the life that they've had for the past thirty years, I don't see them getting the getting that back anytime soon. So that's no, why I, I, I definitely don't, really, don't see that as well. That's just why I don't the, really the whole, see the whole takeover. I don't see why it would have, have so much merit. 
if they wanted to get going, they would they would have to like literally just remove two thirds of their seating, have all of the seats socially distanced so that people feel comfortable even coming back into the theater. Oh, it's not even that that I was thinking about. Either. It's just that they have so much competition with online media right now that it's like. And also, Hollywood isn't really making movies that you need to see in theaters like that. You feel what me? Was the like last movie that you needed to see in theaters. You're right. I agree with you. I mean, Tenant. That that's would, not that Hollywood. That's Christopher good. Nolan. You know what I mean? He's part of Hollywood, but I mean, he's yeah. Pretty he's definitely a director onto himself. Yeah. Um, I can't remember really like Hollywood Hollywood movie where I was like, Man, yeah, where you like needed to see it on a big maybe screen, Matrix. You know what I mean? So, I mean, there's definitely been other ones That's like in between. like 20-something years ago. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, like, I imagine Arrival would, Arrival would have been a great movie to see in theaters. I saw that yeah, one at home. that was visually stunning. So, I can, you know, there's definitely some movies that are, that's, like, perfect for the theater experience, but. You know, in, uh, uh, Infinity War. Uh, Endgame. All the Marvel. That's not even the question. I didn't even say that because that goes without saying, really. Yeah. Like the, but like, you still don't need to. It's no, good, but those are the but, only yeah. movies that, like, without even knowing that they're coming, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, yeah, the that's the movie I'd want to see in theaters. Like, without yeah. a doubt. No, I, I because they have the, the, those things have the spectacle that deserves, yeah. like, the grand screen and the huge that's speakers. The thing about the theater is that the theater is based, you know, that in, that that's a, a real, that, that word that you used was, I think, perfect. It's like the theater is a, a, a certain spectacle. That people, I think, as a whole, are kind of waning on. Mm-hmm. You know, the spectacle of the theater is kind of waning. And because, while, you know, kids will always flat like screen it, TVs are dirt cheap, son. The, they're the, dirt the cheap. The TVs in our homes are really good. <laughs> and me? while they're not, you know. On a Black Friday, you can you know, get you a theater. You can get you a nice theater set up on your house for like less than a G on Black Friday. You feel me? I mean, but. You wild if you had it out there on Black Friday. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But yeah, you can still get um, it digitally. Not yeah, you can. Um, there, there's yeah. The home entertainment is absolutely um, competitive. Exactly, we with, can compete uh, with that shit with, with theaters for we sure. Can compete with that shit. So people are like, "Why? What do I need you for?" I mean, I still yeah, you know. And I gotta pay your crazy ass prices, and I can't even bring my own snacks. And you tripping on my snacks? <laughs> and you water down your liquor depending on where you go. Well, Man. yeah, I mean, ArcLight's pretty good. I used to love, see, and ArcLight, I didn't mind paying the, the $18 a ticket because ArcLight was really nice and comfortable and, and and I was paying for spectacle. Like, I, you know, we went to movies to go see them because of the spectacle, so I don't mind paying $20 a person to see a great spectacle comfortably with, yeah, you know, my drinks and too. so forth. You know what I mean? Like, but if you're not offering that experience as a theater, then I can imagine... Shit. Yeah, I can imagine. You're not offering for, much. I can imagine people who are paying ArcLight price, prices and not getting the ArcLight experience. Oh my gosh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. I can, I can see that happening in a lot of places around the country. Yeah, that's just crazy. But um, yeah, man, movies, 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 movies. Um, I feel, I, I, I still don't think that people like Scarlett Johansson and Emma Stone have a right to sue. Based on the changing landscape Hell of yeah. the uh, of the of the industry, I think they do because they're not going to make their money back otherwise. They're not going to make their money with the suit. They're just going to lose money. <laughs> yeah, not but get... they would still. You still need to set the precedent because the landscape is changing, and if you allow them to just switch up like they have and just not contact you and allow you to renegotiate your contract, where they themselves have pretty much 
thrown mm-hmm. away a crucial part of the entire business landscape that we've had for the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think a little discussion is said to be had. And if they won't have that discussion face to face, I think that it's, I think then... that it's, it, and I don't know this for sure. I just don't want to base any arguments on the idea of the communication that they've had. We don't, we're not privy to it. They're on NDAs on both sides. So we don't know what's been said or who's been, I'm, I'm not going to assume there is zero communication between these people. But I'm going off what she said though. That's they, why I said that based and, on the report. And she can say whatever she wants because it's her agent who's really responsible and her manager who are really responsible for the communication. So she could do whatever she wants and say it, but I, and I don't listen to, I, I've gotten burned enough by listening to rappers say shit and then watch them do the exact opposite or not, or just be lying to trust like these entertainment personalities in the business sense. So you trust the, the corporation instead you trust Disney. No, 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 instead. no, no, no. I trust tr- Disney I, more. I trust, that, I trust that there's lawyers involved with this. I don't trust Disney. I trust that there's lawyers involved with this. And when it comes to, to litigiousness, it's like, it's like going into the, into the raid boss and with blues. Like, you can't go into the raid boss of blues. You just don't have the item score to win. Like, I hear you. You got to fight the boss to get the loot drops or else you'll never get good drops. But if you don't have the the gear to get into the boss, then going in there also is a waste of your time. You know what I mean? And I think that, yes, you're right. And you're absolutely right. Setting precedent and all of that stuff is 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 paramount, um, especially in a, a shifting time like this. I think that she picked the wrong fight. Because trying to, and, and, and the reason why I say she picked the wrong fight is because the argument that she's levying, based on what the, art, the articles that I've read that, that are describing her, her legal uh, stance, is that they intentionally did this to her. And those are the worst, worst, worst types of lawsuits to try to, try to fight. The intention? That's like trying to, to prove that a corporation is intentionally racist. It's really hard to do, mm-hmm. and very rarely do people win those cases. And now you're right. If you don't fight it, you can't win. But I don't know if she had the blues. I don't know if she had the the, the epic items to, to go into this fight because Disney is, like, next-level gaming this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're thinking, okay, so what is she going to do? So what would we do if she did that? And then what would she do if she if we did that? And then what would we do if she did what we did? You know what I mean? It's one of those games that they're playing. Yeah, but she could still get a settlement that is probably a little bit closer to her payday or at least, you know, some sort of change. You know what I'm saying? I get it. It's going to be an uphill battle, but I think it's a battle. But I I think it's a battle worth having. It's an uphill battle for sure. But I think it's one that's definitely in her best interest to fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The only reason why I have any trepidation is because, especially when it comes to like civil rights litigation, or things of that nature, you want to fight every one of those fights because clearly it's a fight about someone's rights or compensation or something that they deserve that they're fighting to be to to receive. But at the same token, you don't want to set a precedent to have people not have that right. You see what I'm saying? And so yeah, that's if you lose, the precedent swings in the other direction. Yeah, and, that, and that, that's my only worry for for other actors and actresses. I feel like she would have had a better standing if she would have been able to get other uh, uh, members of SAG to come together and make maybe a union suit because the union suits carry so much more weight because it's not an individual's per, you know, persecution. It's yeah, way but easier this to is specifically happening to her though. And that, but it's also movie. happening to other people. Yeah. It's happening to Emma Stone. Christopher Nolan has had issues with the releases. Like, 
you know, I I feel like she there's enough people. I mean, the more than ten movies have released, and probably she there's ten people plus that have issues with their paying. If they're doing it to Scarlett Johansson, a big actress like that, I'm making assumptions, you know, to assume that there's other people. But if Scarlett Johansson, Christopher Nolan, and Emma Stone all had bad splits on their on their movie debuts uh, when they split between virtual and and theatrical release. I'm going to go ahead and say that there's probably a a lot of other people that have that same qualm. So it would have probably been better to unify and try to bring up a suit that way because a labor, a labor, uh, uh, a labor discrepancy is, is a lot easier to, to fight, uh, on the legal grounds, but that's why she has a lawyer. Yeah. And, and, and she's probably got a good lawyer. (laughs) I don't want to, I don't want to make it seem like she she don't got a good lawyer. You know what I mean? That's his job to worry about all that shit. Absolutely. So yeah, you know, I hope that she's not getting milked. You know what I mean? Because that lawyer, boy, he getting paid in whether she wins, loses, or draws. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. That, that'll be interesting. But yeah, moving on from that, I don't even know how we got onto that. My bad. <laughs> yeah, and I was talking yes. about The Flash. Oh yeah, but, um, The Flash, man. <laughs> I thought one thing was funny is remember how they did Old Girl for Black Lightning Bad when they wrote her Ooh, out the show? Um, uh, uh, and the, in The Flash show, they had an actor who played the elongated man. His name is uh, Hartler Sawyer. And my man's got caught sleeping. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's it's you know white people. What can you say? Heartless. Heart, heart, heart Hartley Sawyer. Oh, Hartley. Hartley. Oh, Hartley. Sawyer. Okay, I thought she didn't name Heartless. I'm like Hartley really? Sawyer. You oh, mean- see, because I said it fast. Hartley Hartley Sawyer kind of sound like Hartless. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um. So he plays the elongated man, and he got caught slipping on Twitter uh, last season, oh, no. saying, you know, like, with the racist and misogynistic tweets as and all that as, stuff. As soon as I can afford someone to take control of my Twitter account, I'm definitely doing that because I can't be on there. I mean, yo. Yeah, they got money from 2012, Woo. bro. Woo. See, okay, that's cancel culture, though. See, that's can- nine years but, ago. But I, he probably also did stuff more recently too. Okay. But it, it's that. You know, it's one of those things where you pop off now and people are always like, word, deep dive. Deep dive. It's, it's, it's those things. See, he been like this. We've been doing oh, it. Oh, no. But anyway, as you can imagine, the CW cut him loose. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Grant Gustin, who played the Flash, released an official statement about it and shit. And my man's was cut from the show. So I remember reading about that way back when. And when this season started, I noticed that he wasn't around anymore. So like how and they in the beginning they just sort of name dropped him like oh yeah Ralph is in the other city hanging out with his girl doing some shit I, yeah that's on some mission long right his name, yeah and then um uh a few episodes later the girl that he was hanging out with who played his foil slash love interest showed up with him except like his face is all like blurry and fucked up you know like uh the episode of Martin when he got beat up in the <laughs> boxing ring it looked like that except his facial features were less recognizable it was just a blob get lumped up and then they put him in some machine to fix it and he comes back out with a a, a a fucking like some sort of fencing mascot to cover up his face and they're like all right guys I'm going to the other city to go investigate some things I'll see you later and he was never heard from again wow I was like yo Yo, when the CW wants to kick you out, son, they they get you the fuck out, and it's probably not gonna look good. <laughs> Your character's not gonna go out with dignity, man. No, and they're definitely gonna talk shit about you <laughs> in the industry. Oh, that shit was wrong. funny. But other than that, I saw um uh, 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 the first episode of What If, and that was that was pretty sweet. Nice. Okay, so you enjoyed it. I man, let me tell you, fucking people on the internet are. Or, see, that's why I don't mind being critical because I know I'm not a shitbag. Like the people <laughs> online are like, it looked really nice, 
but what am I watching this for? You're watching it because it looked really nice. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I like, mean, you can't watch a cartoon and enjoy it because it looked cool? Holy shit. Why did we ever start watching cartoons? But not even know. that. An even better question, what are you watching it for if you don't like it? There's millions of other things to watch if you don't want to watch that. Just be like, oh, the, it's the not for me. The entitlement. The entitlement comes something from else. someone but, who, you know, who watches, sure who takes their own time, dedicates it to something, and then complains about what was given to them. Yeah. Like, you were not forced to consume this. Just don't watch episode two if you didn't like episode one. But I don't any, know what to tell you. Yeah. I honestly, even before that, I had kind of decided, let me stop being so prejudiced and against the what if. Because actually... My remembrance of the What If cartoon uh, comic books was askew. It is actually based off of the uh, Watcher describing alternate dimensions that he sees uh, of Earth. And so I was like, you know what? Let me stop. Because I was over here batting it up, being all extra about, yo, they they, they changing too much. (laughs) Just watch it and enjoy it and shut up. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm going to definitely check it out. I didn't get to watch it yet, but I'm going to. And also, they change everything. There hasn't been really anything that's been a one-for-one adaptation brought to the screen. Mm -mm. Except for Watchmen, the first one. And they did change a little bit in the end. Yeah, and I think that they stayed... True enough to, to call yeah. That it was literally as much the as only thing be. they changed was they switched the, the 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 bomb to a squid. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, it was too. The bomb was too much. The it was. was too much. It, it absolutely was. It was I, I kind of agree. And with it the was squid. in New York City. I, I kind of agree with the squid. <laughs> Word, you gonna do that in New York City right now? Right after nine eleven? Okay. That's I think it's cute. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, I thought it was though. But if you're gonna catch up on it, we can always just talk about it next week. When yeah, we'll be talk about it next week. Anyway. I'm, I'll watch. Uh, is it is it a weekly release? Yeah, I believe so. Right. Every Wednesday, uh, Wednesday. I want to say every Wednesday. Okay, yeah. we'll catch up. I'll catch up on um episode one and two, so and then we'll wrap about it next hey, week. Hey, Agent Carter, mm. tell me where have you been? Yeah, there was. A, I saw portal. an interview with um Chadwick Boseman. Well, the interview was recently published with Chadwick Boseman prior to his passing um where he was he was happy to see a revisioning of t'challa nice. and, and that he got to voice him as well nice i'm looking forward to that one yeah man just the, even if it's just an old and, and i think I'm that's a, that. a dope ass concept anyway bro like uh uh t'challa is star lord star lord i'm with it I'm here bro, for it. The what ifs were really crazy because I did not see a lot of the what ifs bro, at all. They've got some wild shit coming. Yeah, Spider Man, Doctor Strange. Yeah, they got an Ultron vision with the Infinity yeah, Gauntlet combination. But bro, like, the, the the zombie verse. There's there's all kinds of shit. That I'm, was I'm always so excited. My, well, and possible Shumagorath too. That's what I'm really excited about. The zombie verse. I don't know if that was an original what if or if that's an adaptation of the um of the the cancer verse which would be interesting either way either yeah. way i'm i'm it's, it's not a it's not a knock on it either way i'm just interested to, to i mean to the one cool thing is are. they're tying all of them to the mcu so even if Ooh. they might just take inspiration from oh, their original man. stuff but it's going to be relevant to what's happening or has happened previously in the mcu timeline i'm i'm waiting for for the other movies in the the Spider Verse uh, yeah, series yeah, to come out yeah, because yeah, Into the Spider Verse was really 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 good. It's gonna be from late. the animation to the 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 layout of how they they uh, portray the story. 
um, to the characters, the story to, itself, um, everything to, about it. So Fridge Kingpin, amazing. yo, Square <laughs> Kingpin is the man. I've never Dude, felt more. I've never felt like the Kingpin was properly displayed as the imposing figure that he was until that. I don't need like, no neck to know how to even rock. Daredevil, Daredevil Kingpin, amazingly done. I enjoyed good. him. He was good. He, um, no. Fisk from the Amazing Spider-Man animated. He was super sister. dope too. Dope, you know he what was I mean. Super dope. But, His voice was great. But nothing like mm, Square Kingpin. Smith. Square Kingpin. I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. Like, Yo, how do you walk, bro? My nigga, how does your suit no, fit? First of all, nothing. You are, nothing accommodates you. You can't enter how any does building. Your suit fit? You cannot enter any. Yo, building. your tailor must be the most well-paid tailor in all of New York. So, oh, nigga, fabric, bro. He's got fabric oh, on deck. <laughs> Bro, it, yeah, Into the Spider Verse, Kingpin was was I think one of the best portrayals of that character. Yeah, I love the cool. alternate um, Doc Ock. Yes, I was just so thinking about had, her. She's great. So I think my she friends was played call by me Catherine Doc Hall Ock too. No, my enemies call me Doc Ock. My friends call me Liv. And I was like, oh <laughs> <Rude>. shit. <laughs> yeah, only my enemies call me that. Like, yo, oh, that was such, that was such a great line. <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, so I'm yeah, looking that's, forward that's, to see um, how they tie in what if with the rest of the MCU because if they're doing it similarly to how they did Spider Man into the Spider Verse, I'm here for it all day, day, day. Yo, I'm super excited to see where they go with that shit, man. I li- like this one is really cool because they it, it, it follows like a previous movie. It, okay, so telling the story of um uh, uh Captain America the First Avenger, but you know switched over to um Peggy Carter instead. So it sort of follows the beats of Captain America's movie, but switched over with Catherine Hunt, switched over with uh, Peggy Carter. And just the way they do that is just, it's super dope. And this is what I'm wondering, like, what the fuck are people complaining about? (laughs) Like, if it looks good with that storyline, how could you, like, how could you really have something negative to say after one episode? And Jeffrey Wright is doing the overall narration? Come Jeffrey on, Wright is the man, on, by the way, because this is, like, the third thing recently Come that I've on, heard son. him on that I'm just like, yo, this is going to be awesome. Yeah, he's super dope. So, yeah. Gosh, man, comic book nerds are the worst. Well, most nerds <laughs> are the worst, but, yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. It's funny because the, the, the hate is driving me to want to watch it more now. The fact that people were hating on it, it's like, all right, cool. I'm definitely going to check it out now. It's kind of like the people who said that um, uh, Birds of Prey was better than The Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. That definitely solidified me. Solidified it for me. That Sure, guy. That, sure. Yeah. I'm def- that Suicide Squad was amazing. Uh, but, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, I didn't actually catch anything interesting this week. I, I've been busy preparing for uh, family coming into town and so forth and so forth. Nice. But, yeah, that should be interesting. Man, navigating those times, that's always uh it's always interesting cuz I don't know, man. I have a very different relationship with my family. Like I moved away like my family's on the East Coast, I moved to the West Coast. I was like, <laughs> I hope you guys are getting the point. And then they realized and they're like, "All right, we kind of got the point. We fuck with you though. So we're going to come visit you." But they didn't seem to realize, like, I have no problem with telling them to go to fuck home. I don't care if you flew all the way out here to see me. If you're going to come out here and try to ruin my time, you can go home. And so there's been three separate occasions that someone from my family has visited me. And I've been like, you could just go home. <laughs> so, But the fact that they keep coming means a lot to me. That's funny. Means a lot to me. Time's up. So it's like, I wonder if this is going to be the time where they're like, you know, we're just not going to do some dumb shit. 
We're not gonna we're not gonna argue with him about shit that is completely irrelevant because they know that I will argue with you over it. I'm not gonna just because you're visiting. What you think I'm just gonna sit here and let you say <laughs> stupid things in front of me? No. But no, it's like so. I'm, I'm interested to see where where that goes. Family is always, uh, especially as an adult, has been a very interesting time. <laughs> yeah, is that transition to they got to learn to accept you as an adult now? Yeah, well, it's yeah, you know, and and the worst part is like I, when it comes to like my mom, I feel like she accepts me as an adult. She is just incapable of amending her behavior to treat me like an adult, and it's just like. Well, you're going to have to fix that, you know, because if you think I want to, like, let you treat me like that in front of my son, it's just not going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, now I have a family that you have to learn to respect me in front of. You know what I mean? Because when it's just me and you, it's whatever. We could talk and I could not like how you're treating me and I can ignore it. But I'm not going to ignore it when you're in front of my family. So (laughs) set that precedent. Oh, yeah. No, that precedent has been set. We'll see. We'll 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 see if if she's picked up on it. <laughs> but yeah, it's when I'll give a, a early happy birthday to Mr. Kendrick. They're coming hey. out here for his birthday, so that's where we're uh, happy where birthday, we celebrating. Yes, coming sir. up to the number dose. Yep, big two o. No, just two two point oh. <laughs> Damn, that nigga aged twenty years in two years. That's you think impressive. it, bro? That nigga is so smart already. It's crazy. Learning shit. So fast. But anyway, all right, let's go ahead and get on into some of these topics. Fuck my social life. <laughs> uh, yo, so the ongoing saga of Activision Blizzard. We'll just go ahead and start yeah. with that one. Oh, man, <laughs> it's getting so juicy. So they're starting to lay people off now who are Ooh. who are part of the um The walkouts the and shit. Oh, part, no, of, no, the part of the scandal. the scandal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. No, California anti- uh, uh, California has a lot of pro-union um, laws. And from what I understand, they, this is like a proto-union. The organization of these uh, employees is like a proto-union. Mm-hmm. So if they were to start firing people, it, they, <laughs> they, look, immediately they would, they would pick up, they would get a, a union lawyer and, and, and join on to the California suit. It would, it would be a, a shit, shit storm if they tried to fire the people who are organizing. No, they're actually firing the people who should have been fired when they originally reported for sexually harassing people. And so um, all you D4 players or, or D4 enthusiasts, get ready for a long wait because the head <laughs> dev of D4 just got fired. Uh, yep, head dev of D4 oh, was just fired. Um, dang, who else was it? Oh, okay. So if you're familiar with Overwatch, one of the characters, McCree, yeah. is named after Jesse McCree. Yeah, sure, sure. Bye, bitch. <laughs> and the Overwatch community has been is 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 uh trying to get Banning them to change the character, trying to get them to change the character's name. Oh shit! Um, do it, do yeah, yeah. They're gonna have to do. Yo, you guys are gonna have to do a lot of capitulation. And that's, and that's why you never fucking put the names of your devs in your fucking game, dummies. I Unless mean, it's in the credits, they do you know what I mean. Right, like, does it all the time. What's that? Right, does it all the time. Half of the um. And riot set Half themselves the, uh, up for something uh, uh, nasty uh, uh, because uh, they have a lot of sexual harassment suits on their hands. Yeah, I mean, a lot, I remember one of the dudes left from Blizzard and went straight to Riot, right? Oh yeah. Well, and actually, Blizzard was the was the one who who really pioneered putting just putting the names of their devs into the game. So you know, you had like Midway put um Tobias, 
mm-hmm. and Boone's name in the game as mm-hmm. Noob Sabot. There was alterations there, so ultimately, if they ever had an issue, the character is separated enough to where she. I, I don't You're think, being wild, optimistic, Korean. <laughs> you think that they would? Nah. Fuck yeah. Nah. Fuck yeah. The internet because, is not that nuanced, Korean. Hell no. They they would try to erase you from existence if you fucking do bad shit. Nah, I, I, bad I, I don't shit. believe that. I don't believe that. Okay, at all. look at R. I Kelly. Just, R. Kelly raped some bitches. That's not yes, the same. and he's pretty much erased. That's not from, the same. <laughs> is it? Is it that what they did at Blizzard? They're talking about sexual harassment and fucking misconduct to women. No, no. R. Kelly raped some bitches, and he pretty much is the face of all those songs. Not every Blizz dev is the face of those games. I got you. Now, but the fact that he's the face of that character. I'm saying the internet is, is not that nuanced. They don't look into it that nuanced. They're not going to break it down and separate them into individual Well, they're literally doing characters. that with the McCree character. That's why I'm okay. saying that's probably not true because with the McCree character, they're literally saying we just want the name change. They're not asking for the character to get banned or deleted or anything. They're just saying, yo, you got to change the name of that character. He's named after someone with sexual assault. Yes, the general internet is not, but the people who are generating the fervor, they tend to, to to lean towards maybe not the whole general nuance, but a little bit more nuanced than average. But yeah, this this situation is gonna is gonna have knock on ramifications for a lot of their IPs because these these developers who are committing crimes essentially. I mean, these are crimes, sexual harassment, uh, uh. Revenge porn, um, you know, the assault. Like, these guys were touching women. You know, th- these are crimes. And these people's names are prominently displayed in games as characters. You know what I mean? And they're definitely getting changed. <laughs> oh, yeah. those are, they, they got to. They got to. They got to, got to, got to. It's, it's big time. You know what I mean? Like, there's not a... There's not a lot to stand on there. You know what I mean? Like... But yeah, that's why I think it's probably a bad idea to immortalize your devs as characters in games because no man, like they don't like I, not all devs do that. You know what I'm saying? True. Don't take that away just because a couple of niggas fucked it up. Punish them niggas. True. Leave everybody else alone. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they, if if you that. make a video game, absolutely immortalize yourself in your video game in some way, shape, or form. I think you earn that oh, right. For sure, for sure. You know what I mean? Now, if you fuck up later on, then we get to take that right away from you. I think that's also fair. But I don't yeah. think it's necessarily a bad idea for everyone to just like, nah, leave your mark. Fuck that shit. But as 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 <clears> a, <throat> a a big AAA company, I as as a developer and as an individual, I can imagine, yes, take that stance. But as a company, you're probably gonna want to shy away from those things just to maintain liability. You know, just to limit liability for for or hedge against any kind of future issues with having to change it as a company. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the individual devs will do that, but you know, Square might be like, "Nah, we're not immortalizing things like that." You know what I mean? I mean, Square got their fucking uh, 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 producer as a final boss in um, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. So with his name and all, yes, wow. And all he says is, "I'm the director. I'm the shacho this, shacho this." <laughs> that's well, the whole beating your ass. That's, the, that's what he says. No, he does a lot of shit. He's wild. Oh, He's no, but absolutely say, wild, but yeah, one of his only one of his like few lines he says in battle is just like, "I'm the director." Oh, jeez. But yeah, yeah, no, it's named after them. You know, and I was just, just using Square hypothetically. I was just using a big name company. I don't. Yeah, know I get Square, you, Square but it's like I don't know. That's it's like that's sort of the thing that because that's not supposed to happen. You know what I mean? It's not the sort of thing you're gonna like 
go too hard to try to prevent that, right? Like, you're not supposed to be a rapist. That's that's a given. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I, so, to put... I don't know. I think that's that's well, going in, a little heavy In general, heavy-handed. most corporations, regardless, they that's that's why they have stipulations on behavior. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? It's it's not about it's about staving off liability. It's not about who you are today or tomorrow, for that matter. Yeah, I guess you, you know I still I mean? just think it's a little bit heavy handed. You know what I mean? I I yeah, completely but, understand but what you're are saying. Very heavy handed, like I com- that. I still they, they I, I understand to, what you know? you're saying, but I just think that you know what I mean it's. I just disagree. I think mm-hmm. leave your mark, man, and then just take it back from the people that violate. Oh no, no, I, and I'm not on a personal level. I agree with you. On a corporate level, they're not going to think like that. Period. They just don't at all. <laughs> like oh, they don't think like individuals. Uh, yeah, like, but I, you know, but they still, will. some companies do, and some com- companies won't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It depends on the company and how they view the directors and their relationship with the directors inside company. Yeah, because look at Gaben and Valve. Valve. <clears throat> He's pretty much the face of the company. He's oh, the, yeah, the, he's very he's deeply invested. He's a... Uh, hey, I don't know how you take somebody their, like that out of the they're, company. They're, they're, he's pretty much their mascot. That's the word I'm looking for. So, you know, it's just... yeah. Don't let a but couple again, bad apples spoil it for the whole bunch, man. But that's that is, that's how it happens. That's how it always happens. Like, yeah, that's why don't, don't let it happen it. then, you know? But we're not the ones making the rules. It's not us to let it happen. I'm trying to prognosticate as to what is going to happen. Because... If I was the one making the rules, I would have done it. I know it's no, not you making it happen, Korea. It's just a general statement. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I, I just, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to do what they do. Yeah. And it'll well, probably know, be extra. But like, like we said, over-sterilizing doesn't always work. Mm-mm. mm-mm. Yeah. So, wait, it was the Overwatch guy. The, uh, it was Overwatch guy. Um... The Diablo Four head, and it was somebody else. But yeah, they they're chopping some big heads. They they chopping off some big heads. But we all know this is a Hydra baby. It's gonna grow back. And they're probably just fucking sitting around watching that shit out. happen anyway. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just waiting for they, that. That's got to, that that whole company has to kind of just yep. dissolve away. Yep. Release the talent into the wild. Let it build up other studios. Don't worry, video games will still survive. A Chinese company will buy the World of Warcraft IP and reproduce it. Don't worry, WoW players. That shit ain't going nowhere. You know how easy it is to make WoW expansions now? There's nothing to them. There's literally nothing to them. Just because it's easy don't mean you got to take the easy route, man. Clearly, easy is not working for them. (laughs) It is. What do you mean? There's still tons of people Did we not just talk about them having a massive exodus of players to the other one? Yeah, they still have people playing, but they're still hemorrhaging subscriptions. I I, I assume that... (laughs) I assume that they didn't care about any of those players because they literally did nothing to try to keep them. I mean, whether or not you care, it's still affecting your bottom line. Hey, listen, I can't tell you what your bottom line has to be. You know what I mean? If you don't care about the players and you're losing money and all of that stuff, uh, tons of companies persist at zero profit margin. You know, Google. That's true. The company was probably losing money, but the individual investors and shit weren't. The shareholders are making money. You know, the CEO's making money, and that's what they're gonna. That's what they're really pushing forward with. And, yeah, and but the game is still dying slowly, though. You know, what I mean? oh, that, yeah. none of that changes. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I'm assuming <laughs> all the technicalities in the world will save me from a dying game because it's garbage. Yeah. With that being said, well, I mean, once you have, and, and 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 I think that's a fallacy because if you have built up a, a user base with a good game for long enough, you can make a shitty game. And they will, and a lot of people won't play it 
you will absolutely have enough players to keep your game alive. That's what I've learned from World of Warcraft. I think the the they big difference with World of Warcraft is though, time. like they they built up. There was a time long mm-hmm. before they've been good for a lot longer than they've been bad. That's I, the I big agree. difference. I agree. You and, can't, and, and that's the thing is, is that games, uh, you know, once a game has been good for that long, they're dying slowly. It's not, it's not. You can't jump into the game doing what they did. You feel me? Oh, because not. they were, they were massively healthy. So there's a lot of flesh to decay away. But do you think that they ever will die? I, I think that this, this, um, uh, it depends this, on their esports. That's really the the really? the yes. That's what makes or break that shit. If if I think the American economy can make zombie corporations. I mean, sure, but, like, if the game is not fun, like, I, I understand completely what you're saying because you say it all the time, but, like, if the game's not fun, it's people are just eventually going to stop playing with it. Like, it's just, there's no two ways about it. You feel me? Like, unfortunately, Blizzard doesn't make the type of game that's what they're doing is sustainable. It's just that they got a lot of people that have loyalty in it. You feel me? People hit slash played, and instead of being... The, the the sunken cost fallacy hits them. They see the slash plate so and they're like, "Oh shit!" And it was to say so many. And exactly. it, it, it needs to be an absurd number. I'm you not going to say me? how many days. I'm not going to say how many days my slash plate said. It's it's say. fucking but absurd. But some people and are I like, definitely was not proud of it. When there, I left. There, there are people I know right now. If I switch over to my um my my fucking uh uh goddamn Blizzard, but that was, not that Skype not nah Discord Discord that are still playing fucking WoW right now. I know, man. Right I, and now, and I love Eddie and Dan. I don't you know how me? these motherfuckers but still play WoW. I love Eddie. Because I think Eddie still plays because he plays with his daughter. But how does see? How I don't know. How, there are different Dan, ways because Dan probably is. Dan's son is probably old enough to play with him at this point, isn't he? Well, I mean, they they're like they they're grandfathered in, you know. See, what I'm but saying? my thing is, is but that everybody I ain't never, grandfathered in. Though. I will never encourage Kendrick to play games that I know are toxic. I will never encourage him to play WoW or any of the mobile titles that I play that I know are particularly toxic. I'm not gonna encourage him to do that. And I don't know. I think that's bad parenting. And I love Eddie and Dan. And I'm not gonna say they're bad parents, but I think it's bad parenting to encourage your child to play something that's toxic. Or that is produced by people that don't have their best interest in mind. I think that's not a great move. Yeah, generally not the lick. You know, you end up learning to habitualize uh, <laughs> things you shouldn't habitualize. You know what I mean? Like, oh my goodness, I never want Kendrick to find it normal the way that mobile titles are distributed. Like, they're so predatory based on what we are used to as as people who you know are into JRPGs. A mobile title is so lackluster in comparison to like a Suicoden two, or you know yeah. a Final Fantasy ten. It's intentionally or broken a apart. Front so Mission they can, three. You know they intentionally break it so they can sell you the individual pieces. Yeah, man, that's just whack. So anyway, yeah, I, I definitely want a game with Kendrick, but I'm definitely not gonna not gonna encourage him to play toxic games. And I want to teach him yeah. how to identify. I mean, toxic there's games. plenty of good games to play. I mean, yeah, that's you, what I'm you, saying. You there's gotta, so many good games to play, especially because he has no experience. What? Yeah, I got tons of back catalog, my bro. My D, my my 3DS catalog is deep just for my little man's. <laughs> Yo, I got the cons, I got everything waiting for him, bro. I don't know, man. I wish my parents cared that much about my entertainment when I was little. Dang it was a shit. different time, man. Different time. Yeah, but yeah, moving on from that. Um, Blizzard's about to fucking crumble, dude. So I remember a couple of weeks back, I talked about uh in uh a hacker attack on Titanfall. Mm-hmm. Boy, has that story turned around to be fucking hilarious, bro. So, in the wake of the hacker attack, 
a community of people of Titanfall players uh, decided, hey, we could do something about this. <laughs> so they organized and they started pointing out like, hey, OK, this is where the attacks are coming from. These are the people. And they're giving the information back to, um, I forget the publisher of um, Titanfall, but I think it's EA. EA. And so, yeah, you know, they're like, listen, it's bad enough it's happening to Titan, Titanfall 1. It's happening to Titanfall 2. It's spilling over into Apex Legends. This is getting kind of crazy. Let's help EA. Like, it, as you know, they're clearly not going to do anything about this. And we want to play this game. So it's up to us to fix it. You know, White Knight bullshit. Mm -hmm. And so they get into it. Only to find out that the person who was leading that community was the hacker who was actually <laughs> hacking the the, the system him. in the first place. And he was... Con and, and no, no, no. Check this out. This is the part that blew my fucking mind. That he did all of this so that he can get control, community control over the Titanfall API so that he can then pressure EA to get... Uh, to release a Titanfall MMO online thing that was supposed to be released in China that they scrapped that 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 they really wanted to get like made doing and, the most. and that that uh, game being scrapped is what made them want to take revenge against EA and start this whole debacle You're in doing the, first the most, place. my G. I was like, You're get doing the, the most. fuck out of here. And if it the wasn't for the fact. That the 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 community that he was leading, that was research, that was uh, investigating the whole thing, corroborated and realized and found all the evidence of his malfeasance. I'd be like, you're making this up. But no, yeah, that's a gangster this, shit right these there. These idiot hackers destroyed. My man's was the, five steps ahead until he wasn't. Of three games on EA's list, all to resurrect a defunct game. That never was going to be made and ever. It was you, that shit ain't gonna get resurrected, bro. The fuck wrong with Who you? Who are you strong arming? Right. <laughs> Who the fuck are you strong arming? Seriously, that's like, hilarious. It make no sense. That's bro, funny. That whole debacle was. Yeah. My man's ridiculous. had a fun weekend right there. That's that's a fun yeah. outing. Oh no, he, he had, had a good... great month. Yeah. <laughs> he just had a month of like, I'm gonna stick my dick in it, and he stuck his dick in it yeah. every day for a month. My man was like, yo, you know what? I'm kind of bored. What am I going to do today? You know what? Fuck EA. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah I really want to see this game played. What's the most roundabout way yeah, for me to hilarious. not get it done? What's the most circuitous path I can take to not get to my destination? You feel that's me? That's where I'm going. Because there was no a lot of steps there, when, for sure. Like, I, I heard the, like when they said, like, oh, yeah, you know, he hacked it. And then he started a community to investigate the hacks. All of that sounded completely normal to me. I was like, all right, that sounds like some shit that a nigga who's really bored would do. But <laughs> then when they were like, he did this all because of a scrapped multiplayer fucking version of Titanfall that was made for China that never got released. I was like, okay, this nigga's really crazy. He's epic crazy. You're doing the most, bro. The the, the utmost for the least. If doing the most How was a person the right there. For the least. That's just crazy. Yo. That's funny, man. But yeah, man. That that Titanfall story. There's some people that hilarious. get like super obsessive in this world, like easy, easy. Yeah. Dude, that is definitely like obsessive to another level where you're like, I don't know, man. You I'm can't have liked that game that liar. bad. I'm not there's, a good liar There's no like way that. the promo material for that game was that good. My no, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way that I could lie to that many people for that long. No way. For, for what demo did role. you play that was so good and revolutionary that you went through all this fucking effort? 
makes no sense. But yeah, that shit was hilarious. So I wonder how that that cookie's gonna crumble because now that they've they've realized what's going on, they can probably narrow it down to find yeah. that motherfucker really exactly. Easy oh yeah, the goo, the boy goose cook. <laughs> but yeah, they're gonna come after his ass. But yeah, moving on into some entertainment uh, news. Yo, my man Idris Elba has got another star placement. He's going to be doing the voice of Knuckles in the second yeah, Sonic movie. Yeah. Bro, the internet exploded. Internet you was like, that. like they just named LeVar Burton as host of Jeopardy or something. <laughs> which, damn, dog. They That's shafted silly. my man. They oh, got, he didn't get the permanent spot? Nah, it's Mayim Bialik and one of the uh, other dudes. Ah. Which, Mayim, cool. Mayim I I'm think, is Blossom. cool. The other fucking guy was a total trash pick. Um, Blossom is pretty pick. nerdy. So that, that, oh, no, no, Mayim, cool. totally, yeah. totally, I support her. I'm but she's that. not even the regular host. I would have supported her as a main host, actually. But she's only the host of spinoffs, um, holiday specials, and special editions. That's kind of cool. Which it's I'm, I'm happy for her. Was it? But and it's not Ken Jennings that got the the no, regular Ken, one. No, Ken. All right, Ken would have been another one. Ken, I don't think has the personality, but That's he's. Fair. But you know what Ken is? He's the OG. He's yeah. the Shaq yeah, on the panel. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> they put Shaq on the panel not because Shaq is smart or has good things to say. <laughs> so it's Shaq. That nigga's got rings on days. You know what That's I mean? So, he it's, knows what he's talking he about. He knows Just exactly trust what he's trust talking him. about. He's an idiot, but he knows what he's talking about. But he knows Same basketball. Same as Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. No one gives a fuck about his opinions in general but he definitely knows what he's talking about when it comes to basketball the man knows how to rebound when when charles barkley tells you how to box out nigga pay attention you know what i mean <laughs> so that's that's how i yeah. felt about ken jennings possibly being the host hell yeah i don't know if Ken's i would lit. like to talk to him at a dinner party but when he's telling you about trivia listen nigga ken jennings knows about trivia that's fucked up i'm just saying <laughs> But yeah, that was that was that was. I'm that was, sure Ken uh, is very insightful. He has lots to say, <laughs> but boy, is he boring. No, but uh, yeah, no, that shit was that that was fucked up. But um, yeah, it just elbow voicing Knuckles. First of all, Knuckles is my favorite character from the Sonic um franchise, next to Shadow. I mean, he's the coolest looking one, Bruh. Nigga got Spike Knuckles, Spike though, Knuckles, bruh. Of course, son. Hell yeah. And he's an echidna that looks nothing Feel like me? an echidna. That nigga looks nothing like an echidna. <laughs> Nothing. Oh shit! But yeah, dude, Knuckles, I thought was amazing. Uh, was, was a cool character. Introduced me to an animal that I was not too too privy to prior. I I, I like the character. So having my man Idris on there, big time, big time. Yeah, yeah, Idris, man, he's all over the place, bro. He did his he did his little piece of COVID propaganda, and now, man, he got all the roles. <laughs> that shit was funny. You remember back back uh, in the beginning of the pandemic? Yeah, he's he up there with his wife. Early. Yo, we all got COVID. We fucked up bad. <laughs> Everyone's fine, right? But yo, he got, he got his word out there. Now this nigga came out of the pandemic with all the roles. But yeah, that shit. Uh, big ups to Idris for 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 getting that one. I'm I'll probably watch the second Sonic movie just to check that out. I don't know about all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, savage. I don't know about all that. The first one wasn't that bad. It had Jim Carrey uh, in it. Funny. They redid I mean, Sonic. They listening to the to the fans. Yeah, I feel you. I seen it, or the trailers for it anyway. No, I'm gonna watch it with, with Kendrick one of these days. But yeah, moving on from that, I thought that this was real interesting. So, are you familiar with Substack? No, 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 I'm not. Substack is a, it's a online, uh, forum 
it's kind of, I want to say it's like Reddit. Okay. I don't know what the fuck Substack is. Mm. I want to be honest with you. I don't use Substack. I don't know Substack like that, but I'm about to become more, more familiar with it because they're, they have recently signed uh, several former DC and DC and Marvel uh, comic writers and artists to start distributing original comics on Substack. I'm with that shit. You know what I mean? I was just talking about how um, uh, uh, Astonishing Times is a new comic book series coming out from an independent uh, indie comic book uh, uh, studio. I this right here is awesome. Yeah, I am with this. I love to see. I love that the comic book genre is 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 still pushing forward in the the te- uh, technological era. You know what I mean? Like it didn't get left in the dust. You gotta and update, man. You gotta, bro. And 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 I I like it because I think it's an important storytelling format that is neglected. It's heavily heavily neglected. Um, I don't know why. I guess it's. It's easy. It's I honestly think it's easier to write a novel than it is to write a comic book, because not only do you have to write all of the dialogue in the comic book, but you got to draw it, mm-hmm. and you got to storyboard it. Like, you could take one person and write a novel. I don't know any one person who makes a comic book. Like, I've no, I've known graphic novels produced by a single person. But there's no comic book. You can't serialize something made by one person like that. Like, wait, uh, was Berserk made by one person? Uh, some of them, yeah. Some mangas definitely are do get made by one person in the beginning. But once they get a they certain up, right? level, yeah, once they get to a certain level, they have assistance. And when and in the beginning, when they're doing that and they're making it by one person, it's not because that one person is like has a life. It's because that one yeah. person literally does nothing yeah. but that manga. For the yeah. time in which they do it. Like, I think both, um, I've seen schedule breakdowns for both Oda and uh, Horikoshi, who writes uh, My Hero Academy, or writes and draws My Hero Academy, and their their schedule is insane. They literally have, like, less than four hours a day of, like, quote-unquote free time, <clears throat> and they don't even sleep. Like, I think Oda says, Oda's schedule says he sleeps from, like, two to, like, five or something like that. Wow, three hours? Something like that. Yeah, okay, so it's and not And he takes, healthy. like, a smaller... Yeah, it's absolutely not. It, like it, It's just not, yeah. Like, man, it's, it's no, like, coincidence that one of the top three ways a character gets transferred to an isekai is death through overwork. That's like one mm. of the top four ways a character gets and manga, an manga artists character. are actually drawing their life into yep. the mangas. <laughs> I see it. There's, you know, what I'm saying it's it's crazy in Japan. Yeah, so <laughs> it, you know, I I tend to laud manga slash comic creators more so than novelists, because the novelists will 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 take. I mean, God forbid you're looking at a novelist like George R. R. Martin, which will take ten years <laughs> on a book. You know what I mean? When, you know, you have a comic book team, you know what I mean, that comes together to produce something with yeah, illustrations and everything in a way smaller In the West, frame. like, it's 18 pages, but it's monthly or bi-weekly. But in mm-hmm. Japan, it's 18 pages, but by that one person, and that shit is weekly. Yeah. Feel me? And there's uh, Shonen Jump only takes, I believe, I believe they only have nine days, nine weeks out of the 52 off wow. a year or something like that. That's still more than the average American worker. 
So by it's the way, like, but and you know, and I fucking hate this part about Japanese culture. I love a lot about Japanese culture, but one thing I hate about Japanese culture is that they'll tell you you get four weeks of paid vacation, but they will fire you if you take them. <laughs> like that shit is fucked up. You know yeah, what I mean? Do. Like they, they, you know, all it, it's more about the cultural norm than yeah. about the policy that's written on the paper. And they try to do that over here too. I mean, they, they except they don't fire you. They just like, uh, uh, they like browbeat you mm-hmm. and be like, Oh, so, Oh, you're going to take time off. Oh, okay. You sh- you oh, sure? you're, you're not a hard enough worker. Yeah. You feel it's me? It's like, but bitch, oh, when, so I'm here like on your, when I'm here on the clock, I work hard though. Right. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? It's like they want to try to browbeat you yeah. for wanting your personal time, yep. but God forbid they actually acknowledge how hard you work when you are there. Yep. Never. I'm glad I broke through that mentality, bro. It's like, bro, you gave me the free, you gave me the time off. I'm going to take that shit. Feel oh, how yeah. you want to feel. <laughs> if you, you know, need, if you want to fire me so I can find a new job, do your thing. I, I've 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 been really good at making managers feel bad about themselves for trying to do that because. I'm the kind of person who I, I when it comes to like the workplace, I don't give a fuck. I I don't get I I genuinely don't give a shit about the workplace. Like that's not my responsibility. My responsibility is to do my job. Caring about the workplace, that's my supervisor and manager and yeah. people who own this place. That's it's their management. job. You know what I mean? So if somebody's over here trying to 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 get me to simp for my job, <laughs> My nigga, That's a good way to put it. I will absolutely, it's a perfect way to put absolutely that. flip the script on you. Hey, you, know you want to I mean? simp for you this job that don't really fuck with you like that? That don't really fuck with me like that? <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna make you funny. feel real bad. When about you're this. actually sick, and you're like, "Yo, I can't come in right now. I feel like shit." Oh, okay. Are you, are you sure? You sure you can't come oh, in? You, oh no, my nigga. When I remember Answer Pro, I literally the one time I got sick and couldn't go in, I went in there. To show them, I was like, you want me in here like this? I promise you I will fuck up every single call. They were yeah. like, no, feel free to go home. I was like... I remember younger me used to come into work when I was sick, too. Oh, yeah. I would only come I in to tell to them that, that I'm not going to work. I would never... I, I, and, I'd be and toughing it out. That was something... That I don't know why my dad told me to do that. Like That was something my dad taught me. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. If, if you're going to call out from work, you can still <clears throat> go there to tell them you're not going to be there. That Calling make them work makes it sound shit. like... Call I mean, them makes it sound like you're faking it. Who cares? I can yeah. fake it. <laughs> and what if I am faking it? Right. So what if I need to fake it? <laughs> and what if I'm trying to get out of work today? What you mean? Because the thing is, is like, did you get to listen? I highly recommend don't follow no rules you ain't have no hand in making. And if you are gonna follow mm-hmm. them, make sure they make sense to you. Tell me. It, if that rule don't make no sense to you, you don't have any hand in making it, and you have no hand in being able to change it, I highly recommend you don't don't follow it. It doesn't oh make sense. God. No, because that that's a tool of that's a tool of the manipulative. manipulative you know Hell what I mean? Yeah. To it's set like rules for other people that you yourself don't follow. Yeah, it's like um, it's like when I was a kid and and uh, you're playing Street Fighter with one of your cousins and they're like, "Yo, don't mm-hmm. use that character. Yeah. Oh, don't use that character." Oh, they used to hit me with oh, that. Oh, you all can't the time. use specials. You feel me? You can't. Oh, 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 you go use throws? That's fucked up. Why you go use throws? Niggas it's the only the thing game. I can use. <laughs> what do you mean? So you can use throws, but I can't. That that's how this game works for and, sure. And that was that was. And you can use Akuma, but I can't. That's how this game works. It took me years to get that. Like it wasn't until I was almost double double digit, double digits in age, till I realized, like, oh, I'm the only one fucking following this rule. (laughs) What the fuck? 
You told me Wait not to throw you, and this then you is throw a me. Trick. Holy shit! You feel me? It's yeah. so crazy. It definitely took me forever to to, to yeah, pick man. up on that. Like that, people be riding that shit to the bank because it works on a lot of people. Yeah, they want you to care about your job, but they don't want to care about you. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. The rule, and it's also, by the way, don't care about things that are inanimate. The rules are inanimate. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> the rules are inanimate That's things. Silly. Don't care so much about. Don't be that materialist. You know what I mean? Care about people. Okay. The rules are the spoon that Neo was looking at. I and, and they're all just a part of his imagination. Feel me, bend them, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like there is there is a material reality we live in. You know what I mean? And the rules that that uh, that help us navigate that are important. Like you know, you if if you strike someone, you will likely get struck back. If you steal from someone, that's not good. Those material realities, that's not what I'm talking about, okay? I'm talking about the complex edifice of rules that that is the superstructure to our society that don't give a shit about how negatively they impact you. Rules that allow gerrymandering. Rules that allow, allow redlining. Rules that, that, that literally said black people cannot be part of this society shouldn't just shouldn't be followed. It just shouldn't be. And, and, and I just don't hold a lot of rules in high regard because the people who made them don't have my best interest in, 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 in mind. But yeah. Scammer jam. Definitely don't, don't sacrifice yourself for your job. It ain't worth it. Um, yeah, I don't. Unless your job is like saving lives or some shit. Yeah, but it at that but point yeah. people are probably trying to help you. You know what I mean? Like when That's your job true. is to save lives, the likelihood is that you got a support network. True. People are fucking with you heavy. You know what I mean? I don't know a lot of good people who have no one who fuck with them. I know a lot of bad people that have nobody who fuck with them. Yeah, but you know, even just like recently there was a lot of people in the medical industry that were getting kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? So, sometimes you can't get kind of slammed by your job. Yeah. I don't know, man. Speaking of the medical industry, and, and we'll be wrapping up soon, but I thought that this was weird. Like, people in the medical industry who don't want to take the vaccine. That just seems weird, though, right? Like, I personally have my own feelings about the vaccine and my personal, but I'm also not bought into the medical system, like, at all. Like, not even a little bit. I can't imagine somebody who works for the medical system refusing the vaccine. No, I mean it's not. That feels weird to me. It is weird, but doctors are people too, and people have all kinds of strange contradictions. You feel me? Yeah. That, that don't that don't stop that don't really stop anything from being anything. That just because means they have to be vaccinated to be a nurse. Like to be in a hospital, you have to receive a battery of vaccinations. That's a thing. And that makes sense. I mean, you know what we I mean? used to have to receive now, vaccines I, to go into schools. One thing I do want to point out I is that do. I hear a lot of people talking about like. Oh, but you took vaccines as a kid to get into school and you're scared of this vaccine. This vaccine is literally nothing like those vaccines. Mm -hmm. This is an experimental mRNA vaccine made by people who are untrustworthy. (laughs) The people who made the vaccines when I was a child are not the same people. We actually had generic pharmaceutical producers in America in the 90s. They don't exist anymore. I talked about this the other episode where we have finally offshored our last pharmaceutical factory in America. We'd have zero 
pharmaceutical. So that so there is very very good reason to to say that this vaccine is literally nothing like any other vaccine we've ever taken. So the fact that they won't address that says everything that I need to know. The fact of the matter is is that these people are responsible for administering the vaccine. So how the fuck can you not trust it? That's what I don't understand. Like, so are because uh, I haven't heard any stories of people refusing to give the vaccine. Only people refusing to take the vaccine. That's just some mental gymnastics that I can't understand. That shit blows my mind. Like, there's tons. And that's the part that really pisses me off is that there's so many legitimate discussions to be had to deal to 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 fully inform people about what's going on with the virus and the vaccines. But they keep on muddying it with these dumbass people who keep on doing things like, I don't want the vaccine because Bill Chi- Bill Gates has microchips in it. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, no, no. If you make that argument that everyone else who's trying to legitimately, you know, gain information about what's going on with this vaccine is going to be lumped in with you. And now, now the answers, the legitimate questions that need answering are never going to get answered because now they're going to answer the dumb questions that are on the surface that are easy to deal with and use that to obfuscate the real question, which is why are we still allowing emergency authorization for these? Why are we allowing mass gatherings when in reality, people who are vaccinated are still carrying the virus? You see, like, we're, none of the real questions are being answered because the dum-dums are over here being too loud, saying shit that is not even, like, if you just sat down and, and thought for half a second, you'd probably be able to get past. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> but yeah, that really, that really kind of, that kind of fucked me up when I saw, like, nurses declining the vaccine. I'm like, What's your reason? I know why I'm doing it, but what's your reason? Because you don't believe in what I'm saying, clearly. You clearly have a completely other set of of of, of qualms with this. Hey, man. If there can be flat earthers in 2021, there can definitely be doctors who don't believe in vaccines. Bro, I did not. My, my 2021 bingo card is empty. <laughs> I didn't guess on any of the things that are happening. My, my 2021 bingo card is trash i didn't guess none of this you lack imagination man the world is getting crazier and crazier every day normalcy is only gonna get you so far gotta think outside the box it's true but yeah man and you know what i think is hilarious about this america is dead last in healthcare outcomes yet countries around the world are begging america for our vaccines it's like why would you China and and now I'm not promoting any of these things, but China, Russia, UK, all have vaccines developed. Why in the world would you ask the country that is dead last in healthcare outcomes to help you with your vaccination program? And this is just how I know that most people I I. I I'm not a misanthrope in that I think most humans are evil, but I'm definitely a misanthrope that I believe wholeheartedly that most humans are dumb as shit. 
most humans are barely more intelligent than the fecal matter that they excrete. Because that is the fucking dumbest shit that I can imagine. Before you go to the country where the fucking virus originated, guess what? They probably have the most experience and best vaccine for it. Let's go to the country with the worst health outcomes in the world of any developed nation and beg them for vaccines. This is how I know that most foreign leaders are just fucking cucks for America. It makes no fucking sense. It makes no sense whatsoever. Because that 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 definitively said, like you could go to so there's three other countries that have better trade relations, that have better healthcare systems, and that have better international global trade relations than America. Why in the world would you be going there and, and asking them for their vaccines? That don't even make sense. But, you know, what are you going to do? You know, the, the people aren't, aren't, aren't strong-willed enough to actually conduct themselves in a safe way. So what makes us think that, you know, the governments that represent them are going to, rep, uh, to govern in a safe way? They're governing with the same lack of information as the public, and it's definitely showing. But yeah, that shit, that shit bothered the shit, the fuck out of me. Like people, like people who flee to America for a better life. I'm just like, you just, if you didn't appreciate the life you had, you're, you're not going to get a better one here. I don't think. And not unless you are a white passing immigrant. If you're, if you are a African American, if you are African or black descended or diaspora immigrant, you're going to have a hard time in this place, man. Why would you flee here of all places? Because it's harder where they're running from. All right. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's, it's hard harder. in both places, but if you work harder to fear, like, you might actually make it somewhere. You feel me? It's like really? it's like a five percent possibility versus a one percent possibility. You know what I mean? You're all right. Yeah. I mean, it might not look significant from where you are, but when you're in the shit, it's probably you know it's, it's that four percent makes a ton of difference. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing that'll ever stop immigration to this country is a collapse of the infrastructure, because that's really all it is, is that this country has the infrastructure for you to do things. Because I don't feel like you coming here makes you a different person. No, you're still the same person. You have all the same aspirations, all the same uh, uh, abilities. You just have the infrastructure to express them and monetize them in America. Whereas, you know, where you're coming from, you can't monetize. That's the only thing. It's the only thing like but if you're just looking at the value and of the experience of your life, it's not better here. The only thing that you can do in America better than anywhere else in the world is make a little bit of American dollars. The value and quality of your life doesn't change by coming here and can be ob- objectively worse in America, especially if you come from some place where where you're used to black people having some form of middle class or or upscale presence in the society that's you're talking about an extreme minority of black people get to live uh 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 any semblance of middle class lifestyle in America much less upper middle class or affluent lifestyle so yeah but depending where you that. come from though even the lower class might be better than where you came from so man I mean, 
I look at the places that where my parents came from. I look at like places where Carolina's parents came from, and it's it's mostly semantic. It's mostly semantic because the look at the like they have a house now, but they have no community. None of all. Yes, they own the homes that they live in, but they don't talk to anyone around them. They don't have access to any of the things, the natural wonders that they appreciated and loved in life and grew up with and. All of that, like they don't, you know, like yeah. But it's give and take everywhere, though. You know, I mean, seldom does everyone, seldom does everyone get everything that they want, and and that's fine. What I'm saying is, is why does your give and take involve contributing to the shitty system here? I get it. Not it's everyone has take. a choice. You know what I mean? Sometimes you have a choice. No, no. Some, no, no. Sometimes you're just that trying to make <laughs> that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna buy. Everyone Some, has a choice. I mean, you, you, yes. Especially if you came. And here, sometimes you know? people choose to come here because they think it's better than where they're left leaving from. I don't think it's a hundred percent. Everyone that comes here is gonna have. I don't think it's bad for everybody. You feel me? I think you're looking at a and glass, also, I think glass that a half lot of empty. Are unaware of what actually America is. Absolutely, that's a huge part of it. Of course, is because you know. It, the grass is always green on the other side, but it's grass really up to the individual to make it what you want to make it. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. True. Amer- America is not the greatest. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes it's all you got. And I mean, if you can make the best, the best out of what you got, then mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's worth a shot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I mean, America. I feel what you're saying, but like. America is, is actually the worst in most uh, situations. Yeah. But if, if you're in Haiti, where the fuck else are you going to go? You're going to go to Europe from Haiti? You know what I mean? No, but you don't I mean, take your chances. You can go to Bahamas. You can, there's a lot of Central yeah, but American that's that's lateral. I'm looking at that. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that as a lateral move. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to go up to more infrastructure, like we were discussing before, okay, then you would go to someplace bigger where you see that there's a chance for more opportunities because you see people there who have more than what you have currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guess that's when we live in a materialistic world. Yeah, that's that's what people are looking at. Because they're not looking at like, oh well, the abject poverty that the majority of the people of the diaspora live in. Well, they're living in the that huge, abject poverty before the huge, they come here, or the huge incarceration issue. And I think that that's what I think that's probably the biggest threat to immigrants these days is falling prey to the carceral system. Is that they don't realize like it's not like Jamaica, where they only got but so much jails, and they really. They they would rather not lock you up. They would rather you stop what you're doing. You know what I mean? Whereas in America, no, the goal is to lock you up. They they make money off of the prisoners. They there's prison labor. That's you know that doesn't exist in other places, right? You know what I mean? Like America is I understand, is, but is I still feel like you're labor, looking you know? at it majority, you're looking at more of the negatives well, I just than the positives. I, so. I I'm just pointing out something that they aren't aware they might not be privy to. Yeah. I don't but think that's... that most people who move here realize <clears throat> that there's a prison industrial complex that's designed to soak that those people up, you know, and take advantage of them. I understand that. You know, and what I mean? but yeah, I, I th- there's only so much research people can really do it to a country before they go. Oh, absolutely. And and not only that, it's it's hard enough for Americans to become aware of that. So I can imagine it's, it's extra hard for people abroad to, to become aware of that, you know, but those are the kind of things that I think. And you, you take it, you, you, you take it all the good and the bad, you know what I mean? Like no one comes to look for a better opportunity to think it's going to be all sunshine and rainbows. You know, that there's going to be some negative. So, you know, there's going to be some potholes that you can potentially fall into. I, I feel, That's I think my parents came over. Well, my parents were brought here by their parents, but I think that my grandparents were ignorant to that they, was, did, they definitely did not come over here 
Yeah, but it's a different time, right though. You know what I mean? Like, how much information about America like that was available to them at that time that they could readily receive? I don't know. And I would have, I'd be interested to find out how much information Jamaica had about the civil rights movement in America that was happening when the big migrations were happening. Because a lot of Jamaicans came over in the 60s and 70s. Um, I wonder how many Jamaicans were aware of what was going on when they left. Because I don't think that my grandfather was. Because my, my grandfather's particularly apolitical. So if it was going on, he probably was staying away from it purposefully. Which is like, that's rough. Because he definitely benefited from it while he actively stayed away from it. Which I think is... I, I don't like that stance. I personally don't want to take that stance. If I'm not... I don't... I don't want to benefit from things that I don't contribute to. That's that's it's a way of living that I that leads to entitlement. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I don't think that a lot of uh, of of immigrants were fully aware of America when they came here. They can't because lots of Americans aren't aware of America when they actively live here. Big facts, big facts. And yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll wrap up on that. You know, a, a lot of people in this country are unaware of of the state of what this country actually stands for but yeah appreciate everyone for joining us on this episode i hope you uh, had a good time you can always follow us on the social media you can find me on twitter at korea underscore t and at home heron you can find me on instagram at heron's home podcast and you can find me on instagram at rico underscore g sound and always remember guys time's only wasted if you choose to waste it so learn from your mistakes it's the only thing you ever really will learn from thanks for joining us peace take it easy Shout